This episode was previously recorded using our old podcast name. To find out more about why we decided to change our name, listen back to episode 32 entitled, Why We Changed Our Name. Hey everybody, welcome to Kings and Queens, a podcast where we talk about life and ministry in the kingdom of God. My name is Nicole and I'm sitting with my husband Joseph in our home here in Portland, Oregon. We are a family of four who are learning what it means to follow Jesus and host his presence in our home and city. Join us as we discuss what it means to be faithful kings and queens who apprentice under Jesus and work to see the kingdom of God expand to every aspect of our lives. In our third episode, we're going to share our individual and family goals for 2020. We'll dive deep into the topic of family formation and answer our yearly question of who are we becoming by what we are doing. So here we go. Well, we made it. Whoop. 2020. 2019 is officially over. Hallelujah. Worst year ever. <laughs> wow. And we are going to focus on 2020 in this episode. But b- before we jump into our topic of formation, Coley, what were some of your highs and lows of 2019 i didn't even i'm not even looking so i don't know what they are so i'm gonna start with lows because let's just start with a low and then a high note yeah yeah low for sure would be post firing yeah um which was a week after my birthday in march um so all of that brought obviously a lot of lows but packing up the home that i brought both babies home to was a definite low i i know we didn't like i didn't even realize it was after your birthday yeah it was like a week yeah not even nope um yeah so um we didn't love that apartment and i knew we wouldn't live there forever but i just didn't want to leave in that way Hmm. and so that was really hard to pack up our first like yeah, our first moments as a family of four, family of three, and then a family of four in those walls. So that was a low. And also moving away from my best friend, Steph, which is still hard all the time, but we make it work. But that has definitely been something new to navigate. Um, maintaining like a really amazing friendship while being far apart is quite difficult to do. Um, but I think we do a pretty good job of it. Um, my highs would be creating a new home for our family here in Portland and having a new canvas, um, for decorating and homemaking and hosting and yeah, just envisioning how new spaces are going to work and function for our family. Well, obviously having windows as I was like freaking out about when we first got here and yeah, everybody has a good amount of space, um, which is a benefit. Also, I've really liked discovering new spots to frequent. So um, we live in walking distance to a really great street here in Portland, Fremont Street, that has nice shops. And it's been really cool to explore the neighborhood and totally fall in love with the new spot. Totally. 100%. Any other highs, lows? I'm sure there's some other ones. I don't know. I'm going to start with my highs just because I'll go opposite. My highs, I have a few. Uh, Summer bike rides with the kids. We finally got a bike seat that goes on the back and then the kids can like ride in it. That was super fun. I did that a lot on my days off. Uh, Thanksgiving with the Davis family. That was also a high. Yeah, so fun. When we had so many people in this tiny house, uh, that was awesome. And probably a mix of my Black Friday vision (laughs) story forthcoming and the end of my Nazarite vow. That was Mm -hmm. a high. Kind of cap it off December 31st, have a glass of wine to celebrate the end of the Nazarite vow. Uh, my lows, basically just March through September. <laughs> I think that entire period is just kind of a cloud for me. Uh, really discouraging time, obviously moving 
from Vancouver here to Portland was really challenging. Getting fired, obviously, was terrible. Um, but overall, I feel like things are great where they're at right now. Mm. Really love our life here in Portland. And even though we've talked a good amount about 2019 so far this season, we'll definitely circle back to a few topics. But in the spirit of a new year and a new decade, actually, in today's episode, we're going to be talking about formation. Now, for those of you who aren't familiar with the idea of formation, the word formation just simply means the act of giving form or shape to something. So we want to give form or shape to ourselves and to our families. So for our purposes here on this podcast, formation is our shorthand way of saying, how are we becoming men and women who are transformed by the Spirit and partnering with Jesus to see heaven come to earth? So the idea of formation is answering the question of how we are becoming those types of people. How do we, as Joseph and Nicole, with our gender and our stage of apprenticeship and our age and our income, how do we become people who are formed into the image of Jesus? So that's obviously a huge question and we could talk a lot about it, but today we're mostly focusing on setting goals for our 2020 formation. So this upcoming year, 2020, how are we going to be formed into the image of Jesus? Mm. So I'm sure we all have goals in life. Nicole and I both have personal and family goals from relationships to parenting, career, financial health goals. But the main question we're thinking about is how are we going to accomplish those goals? Because we all know that setting goals is way easier than actually achieving them. So in this episode, we want to talk about how we are attempting to become more like Jesus and be transformed by his love. Yeah, so what we've done this year is we've broken our 2020 formation goals into eight categories, and we filtered all of our categories and goals through the lens of this one question, who am I becoming by what I'm doing? We're convinced that who we become as individuals and as a family is directly linked to the decisions we make and habits we form every single day, week, month, year, and ultimately life. Sort of tied into our rule of life that we've been talking about in our community, but even more specific and intentional. Yeah, so before we get into each category, we wanted to share our two mission statements for the year. So these are basically our just two goals, two huge, big, overarching goals that we personally want to influence every decision that we make and how we spend our time and money and resources and relationship time. Uh, How are we becoming formed into the image of Jesus? So Coley, why don't you start by sharing yours? Sure. So number one on my list would be practice having an openness to lean into the manifestations of the spirit. Hmm. And what that means for me is I'm still trying to discover um, just what I think and believe about the Holy Spirit's role in my life based on um, what I've grown up to know and experiences and as well as what I learned from Bible school Hmm. And just from our different church experiences. And I would like to formulate that on my own through my own study and experience. But that would be like um, words of knowledge and visions and dreams. And to feel the freedom to lean into that um, as becoming people of love through that, as Paul talks about. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, to have openness in that rather than like that's weird or doesn't happen anymore. Um, life in the spirit story to come later. Cause I've already experienced some and we're not even done with the month. <laughs> I know. Hey, um, my second one would be, I want to foster an environment where my family can express their emotions. Hmm. Um, and I want to be a little bit more specific in that other than just, um, being a good wife and mom. But specifically, I think I tend to struggle with allowing people immediately close to me to have emotions that are big and what I deem as negative, whether that's whining or sadness or frustration or disappointment. It's like dust yourself off and let's go kind of thing. Shrug it off. 
Um, and I really want to create a home where they can feel those types of emotions without fear of me and what I think about them and that I'm just going to have them change that while also, you know, not having wimpy kids and letting them feel sad without carrying on, but equipping myself with tools on how to train them of how to handle those big emotions as well as be a wife that allows my husband to struggle and feel sad and disappointed rather than trying to pull him out of those always. Hmm. Emotional health, even for children. Mm-hmm. It's a thing. Um, so my two would, my first one would be practice the presence of God. So last year I took a Nazarite vow, which we'll probably do an entire episode on that. Uh, all about studying the presence of God. So it was, it was more so learning about how to become someone who is uh, practicing the presence of God. Cause I didn't really know much about it before that. So I took a year to kind of set myself apart and, and learn how to do that. And I learned a ton and I feel like this year I want to put a lot of that into practice and in my everyday life. And it's really easy to do because I get to make lattes all day <laughs> and think about how if it were up to me, I would like to be doing other things with my my job and just to sit in the reality of God's love for me in that and just practice his presence with coworkers and a community or with you guys and learn what it means to do that. So that's my first one. And secondly, um, be the best husband and father that I can be. So I'm coming off a really challenging season and in 2020, I, I really want to give you and the kids opportunities to like have a lot of fun together and to be there. I've never been home for like every single dinner, bath and bedtime really ever. And so I am doing that now Mm -hmm. and I'm home all the time, nights and weekends. And I really just want to become better at being a husband and father, which I know is a lofty goal because I'll grow in that my whole life. But Mm. those are my two. Great. So in order to accomplish those goals, we've sort of split up our 2020 formation goals into eight categories. So for all of you note takers out there, (laughs) we have spiritual, marriage, parenting, health, career, finance, time, and relationships. Caveat, if you're maybe not married... Or don't have kids. Or don't have kids, so therefore you don't have parenting or marriage as a category. What could somebody listening that's not in those stages fill in? We are actually going to talk about at the end of the episode. (laughs) Episode notes. Good thing I read the notes. Good thing you read the notes. (laughs) Whoops. Um, But we actually created a worksheet for anyone who wants to do this on their own. So... We will get to that at the at the very end, but this is our formation goal. So we do have marriage and we have parenting. And if you don't have marriage or you don't have parenting, we will give you some insight at the end of the episode. Oh, let's give it up for Joseph. Just let's give it thinking up. thinking of everything. Just so organized. <laughs> so without further ado, let's dive in. So 2020 formation goals. First category, spiritual. Start us off, Coley. Okay. I'm just going to bullet point these and explain a little bit um, so we can kind of blitz through. But um, not in any particular order. But um, for my goals, I'd like to start reading scripture more slowly. And I think I refined this based on this morning's message that we heard um, at Bridgetown. Hmm. Um, Shout out Josh Porter. Yeah, I just really resonated with that because I feel like a lot of times scripture reading feels daunting or I have to read through the whole Bible again or um, get this chunk in so I can cross it off so I can move on to the next day or something. And, and I've always felt like I have to go big or like, what's the point? And I really appreciated that sometimes it can just be read slowly and it's a process over your whole life of just like learning and understanding this book and being okay with doubts of it or like confusion with it. But all of that is 
I want to be reading small portions of scripture just slowly and repeating it over and over to see what stands out the fifth and tenth time um, just to like I don't know foster more of a love for scripture so I would like to read the gospels all four like once a month and for me that's like carving out time because I'm not super amazing at reading my bible being like diligent in that um yeah so um another one of my goals is i want to meet with jesus regularly in my thin space hmm. which i don't know if i talked about this in a previous I don't think podcast we have, but but i'm reading a book <laughs> topic for the future yes i'm reading this book called how to pray by pete Gregg, and in the beginning of the chapter, he talks about this thin space of this like tangible place that's in your home that you see regularly that you can physically sit in or lay in or whatever. And it's this place that you're continually going to that you ultimately see the overlap of heaven and earth in this mm. thin space. And for me, that is the space on... Let's see, the right end of my brown leather couch with the ottoman up next to the coffee table. And the thin space is in a certain time. It started out um, at the end of last year being like in the morning before the kids wake up, which was awesome. But I found my, I found myself not getting a ton of life from that because I was really tired or I was like hmm. grudging because like the kids were making noise. So it wasn't like totally silent. Um, and so I found that I've been utilizing my thin space, whether that's reading my Bible or just sitting and being still or just thinking about Jesus. And what's awesome about that is that it, most of the time it happens while the kids are around. And so I'm really taking this year to train them of how to respond to me meeting with Jesus so they mm. can play or read or be still or sit by me. But I want them to understand what it looks like when mom is meeting with jesus this is an important time yeah it's an important time and it's not like you can't be yourself but i w i want them to like see me do that um so that being said i also want to make more time for silence and solitude and for a mom that can look really different because it can be a small amount of time like literally three minutes before i go and get the kids before chaos ensues i just sit in my bed and just think or not or just be still um, and kind of just wait for like the mercy of a new day wash over me to continue on in my day um and i think those are the ones i have awesome love it so i'm similar in that um i grew up like reading through the bible all the time and it was impossible for me to really feel like I was meeting with the Lord in those times because it was just like, I have to read these chapters or tomorrow I'm going to have to read six chapters and right. there's no way I can do that. Like, mm -hmm. And it just became, I think it's beautiful for certain seasons of life, but I just, it is not the time of my life where I feel like reading through the Bible in a year is going to give me a lot of life. Mm -hmm. uh, so at the end of, 2019 in some of my Nazarite vow study uh, I came across Ezekiel and how he was uh, around 30 years old when his entire community rejected him and then he had this vision from the Lord and he went into this like season of ministry and I was like wait what and so that kind of sparked my desire to take the first six months of the year and I want to uh, really dive deeply into the book of Ezekiel because I was really inspired by that. And I was like, dude, you're 30. Who got rejected? Same. Um, and then in the New Testament for the last six months, I want to dive into the book of John. So those are kind of my two Bible reading goals, uh, along with Psalms regularly as well. Um, I want to, my goal is to have 20 minutes of silence and solitude uh, per day. Uh, most of the time, if I ride to work on my bike, those are my 30 minutes. So if I ride to work, my rule is that I don't listen to music or podcasts or anything on my way there. And I'm just quiet riding in the rain. And on the way back, I have time for like, I always listen to worship on the way back. So um, 
those are times and then hopefully be able to utilize more of my breaks at work uh, and go into the room 2F, which I told my community, I call it my 2F at up time because I go into room 2F at work and I have my silence and solitude. So that's fun. Um, I would like to, if job and money and whatever allows, I would like to take a retreat every quarter. So once every three months and kind of get away for a day, maybe not overnight, but just kind of like have half a day or a full day and just like be by myself Mm -hmm. with no phone, no agenda, no like talking to anybody. Um, I want to grow in my sensitivity to the media that I consume. Uh, I think I got kind of lazy with that last year just because I was feeling like sad a lot of the time and I would just watch TV or movies or whatever to dull my my feelings. And so I want to do better with that. And then lastly, uh, as we try to every week, but I want us to continue to grow in Sabbath mm-hmm. and being consistent with that and phones off and having time where we're not on screens and we're walking together and we're drawing or puzzles or we're just resting and worshiping. Awesome. So spiritual. Uh, marriage. Category of marriage. Marriage. I would like to make sure that I make slash force Joseph to pursue hobbies that give him life. So he rides his bike to work because he has to, usually because I need the car to take all the kiddos to preschool. Um, So whatever he needs to figure out a hobby or whatever that he would like to spend time on, I want to make sure that he's not just going to work, slinging coffee, then coming home and also wrangling kids and bedtime, but... I'm helping him find ways to bring joy into his life and something that is um, simple, maybe, maybe free, maybe not, um, but providing those spaces to do that. Um, I also want to plan more dates. I think it's, it's obviously hard when you're fairly new to a city without any family. It's not just call Mimi and have Have a date night it takes a lot more work and I think a lot of times we can just be burnt out by the day and week to feel like oh okay that's another thing to think through and frankly we do not have the money to pay for babysitting and a date so um our community thankfully has been really nice to offer a lot of times um yeah so the fact that we can just take people up on their offers when they give them and go for it Um, I think would be good for us and I'm wanting to let go of my planning perfection that's what I'm calling it of Joseph is typically quite shy of planning things for me because I'm such a perfectionist. I mostly just refuse you don't have to say shy. He refuses because I do not or like surprise things. Refuse to plan surprise. Yeah, I do you don't not know like happening. surprises. No, you don't. I do not like um, being excluded from the plan making process. Um, and so I think I can give a little on that. I think it's okay if something doesn't meet my expectations um, all the time because Joseph does a great job. I just think somewhere in the recesses of my mind, I have something else planned you and when subconscious that subconscious expectations when that doesn't happen i'm like oh okay this is fine i just have to like rework my thinking a little or something yeah. um but yeah i think that'd be really helpful if i would just like loosen up a bit and let him kind of do maybe what he would enjoy planning for me what he would really like um so yeah so i think Obviously, money and time is a big factor um, in getting alone time, but it'd be super nice for us to have some sort of getaway as well. Nothing super lavish. I also have a getaway. Yeah, that'd be nice. Nothing like, I mean, obviously something amazing would be cool, but I don't think 
And if you got any Hawaii hookups (laughs) or something, let us know. But if anybody wants to hashtag sponsor us, we'll take some photos or whatever. Is that how they do it? Yeah. Um, Picasso? But just some time away together uh, out of like the thick of this weird, tough season. Um, A little fresh out of like babies. We're just in toddler land. Just some time to like get away from our normal rhythm so we can kind of just love each other a little better intimately and plan and dream of more things for our time together. Yeah, totally. Uh, I also have a getaway because we have, we gotten away. I don't think since we've had kids, I don't think we've gotten away at all. No. And we're definitely not those people that are like, I'm nervous to leave my kids. We just logistically haven't cannot no, you couldn't for Ivy because you were nursing. Yeah. And then you nursed through our move. Yeah. And it was like, right? Yep. My timetable's right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it's been, I mean, once like the kids are grown, it's like, you guys good. We'll like find somebody. It doesn't even matter. But yeah, getaway. Um, I want to learn five meals to cook for Coley because she does... of the cooking around here and I typically can't during the week because I don't get home till like basically dinner time. Okay, you're all hearing this right now. So make sure you ask Joseph if he's doing it. I have all of 2020 (laughs) though in my defense. (laughs) It's true. Um, But, and Coley wanted everybody to know that it cannot be salmon and rice because I already make salmon and rice with broccoli and she said I can't use that one. So I have to come up with five it's new delicious. meals. It's delicious. It's fine. It's just... Five new meals to cook. So I'll have six okay. in my arsenal. <laughs> and then lastly, kind of like you, but you've kind of already done this and I just want to continue it, but a weekly space for you to flourish. So whether that's with your mom group or you're like emotionally healthy women cohort, amazing thing that you do. Um, or you've done like a couple community things with like, uh, crafting and like ceramics and that kind of stuff. You've gotten the chance to do some really cool stuff. And I know all of those things give you a ton of life and it's nice to be in a season of our lives where you can like count on every night I can do something if there's nothing on the calendar. Cause Joseph's definitely going to be home mm-hmm. every single night. And that's new for us. And I want to continue to uh, make sure that in this season you're crushing it and you love life and things are amazing. And I don't want you to uh, like fall back on that. I want you to keep having opportunities to do that. So mm-hmm. if that means babysitting or getting away for your birthday, which I'm mm-hmm. trying to get you to do, you won't do. Um, but whatever that looks like. Mm-hmm. So, okay, spiritual marriage, parenting. Hit it. Cool. I'll go first for parenting because okay. you're the the parenting pro. Nope. So sure not. Um, first thing I have a uh, Saturday morning with the kids. Saturday mornings is typically Nicole's day to sleep in, and Sundays are typically my day to sleep in if I'm not doing worship at Bridgetown. Um, and I have loved those Saturday mornings when I'm out of bed. It's hard to get out of bed, but once I'm out. <laughs> It's my favorite time of the week because it's just me and the kids, and I love it. Uh, So I want to continue doing that. Uh, This year, I've already implemented a no phone from when I get home to when the kids go down for bed Um, because hopefully that will mean if I don't have my phone on Sabbath and I don't have it during the week, they'll pretty much never see me on my phone, Mm -hmm. which is would be awesome. Yeah. and so that's a goal i want to this is kind of one in the same but develop some kind of way to have intentional time with both haddon and ivy and find what specifically lights them up and i know that they're like young right now and like you said we don't have a ton of money to just like go and explore and do all these amazing things but when the weather starts getting nice or we maybe have a little bit more flexibility with our schedule to be able to do different things that I know they love and do those 
as much as we can, both just me and the kids, me and one of the kids, the four of us together, um, really want to do that. And then with parenting, I've kind of said this a lot, but, uh, I want to continue to make Sabbath a really special time for us that we can look forward to during the week and have fun plans for, and, you know, eat sugary stuff and, you know, have that be a really exciting Mm. time of the week for the kids. Nice. Well, we have super similar ones. I have, um, that I also want to find regular activities that spark the kids. Um, so obviously Ivy's a little bit more tough at 18 months. <clears throat> she also is obsessed with Joseph she and is not very obsessed with me. So she'd probably be like, no, don't want to hang out with you. I'd be like, okay, go hang out with your dad, which Savage. is great because I can hang out with Haddon. Um, but yeah, to just find activities, he's very... He's a very interesting, special, creative, I don't know, energetic boy. And I really want to crack him, I guess. Yeah. Like, just, He's hard to crack. He's though. very hard to crack of understanding. If anybody has been around Haddon, they can pretty much understand he's always in another world thinking of something visualizing something in his head it's like there's this constant projection playing of something that he's like and watching it's like in his never mind. bad no. it's just always like a creative space yeah he's just playing or acting it out or quoting a story that is an audiobook anyway just to find things that he can come alive in where he's like with it enough to like engage in the here and now in me Mm. with me, not so much in his imagination because that's wonderful and great. And as everybody says, having an active imagination is wonderful, but I want to find things that he can communicate well in the moment. Um, I also, um, have that. I want to have no phone around the kids, which is really hard for me because I'm home all day with my two kids and then I work full time watching another little girl here and they play quite well together. But so many times I feel like I need some sort of escape from like the every day or just like, wow, it's so messy just from that meal. I don't want to deal with this right now. Like let me quick hop on Instagram or if I put my phone away, what if there's a cute moment? I'm going to miss it. I need to like take a picture or whatever. And There could be exceptions to that, but I think it's really important that from 7 to 12.30, it's just like a no phone zone and I'm engaging with them because another one of my goals is is that I really want to be present in the moment and I find myself a lot of times like, oh, I finally get a break. I'm sitting on the couch. I'm looking at something or I'm even just responding to text messages and here comes Ivy with a book saying up, 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 up. And I almost don't hear her until like the 20th up yeah. because I'm <coughs> because I'm focused on responding to a text or writing an email or even just mindlessly scrolling s- social media. And I just want to read her the book when she asked me to. And mommy, look. And I look and come play with me. Come chase me. And yeah, there's boundaries. If I don't feel good or don't want to, like I can say no and I don't have to bend at my kids will all the time but I do want to just be more present um Mm. and planning things for them um yeah so I also mentioned Sabbath together so Joseph kind of already said that so I won't highlight more on that but um another thing I just want to do better at which I guess is spiritual but also parenting is I want to do better at scripture memory because Haddon has an insane memory And to figure out a way to make scripture come alive to him that he likes it and can sing it and can play with it um, and really commit it to memory, I think is such a great tool to have at such a young age. I still remember all of the verses I learned when I was little and hardly remember any of the ones I learned when I got older. Mm. Um, So I think right now, like in this first quarter, if you will, um, we're teaching him the Lord's Prayer yeah. um, just so he can. He's got the fruits of the Spirit. He does know the all fruit. the fruits of the, sp- the fruit of the Spirit, which is really great um, and is, has been really helpful for him. So just want to be advantageous and continuing to use the tools of Scripture in our parenting hmm. with him, which then circles back to 
the emotions that he expresses. There's so much scripture that deals with emotions that we can learn those verses and commit them to memory. And that'll help with these goals um, as, as well as his well-being and his own apprenticeship, apprenticeship to Jesus if and when he chooses Christ. Hmm. Amazing. Um, all right, spiritual, marriage, parenting, health. You go first. Okay. Health. Health. Health okay. and fitness. Health slash fitness. Health slash fitness. Okay, well, um, this year I decided because I am the primary chef and meal planner and grocery shopper um, that I want to do better at plants um, vegetables it's really easy to like make a meal and either forget about it or it's just like a vegetable comes unhealthy becomes unhealthy because of the way it's prepared um, so I really just wanted to get creative and learn new ways of consuming vegetables so this year we as a family <laughs> have been not totally 100% but I'd say we've been about 80% vegan so we're far. doing it so and we're quite plant-based, but it's been really fun because a lot of times when we sit down for meals, our whole family is trying something new that we've never had before, mm. that I've never cooked, that I've never eaten, and we get to have that new experience together without, yeah, even having to like go to a restaurant or travel or anything. And the and kids are thankfully very brave when it comes to food it is yeah like they're they, very good they eat almost everything mostly because we try to give them everything mm -hmm. of like hey we're not just gonna have like hot dogs and mac and cheese right they always eat what we eat for sure um but yeah so for health wise um it's not really a conviction thing at least not yet um it's more for really the bottom line was i wanted to make sure that i could cook solid meals that actually tasted good that I have made before rather than just looking up on Pinterest a meal that if we had a guest over and they had a dietary it's a hospitality thing. yeah it's much more of a hospitality thing for me that so we're eating a and lot a of things thing. and it's cheaper actually I'm finding um and delicious so I still eat pizza and that's gonna be hard to give up I know there's vegan pizza don't message me about that's it terrible um, anyway, also I have committed to doing 250 workouts. It sounds like a big number, but it's really not since there are 365 days out of the year. Um, I pretty much did that last year, almost probably a little less. Um, but I upped it to 50 rather than 200. Um, and that could be anything from my workout tapes that I do most weekdays at home during nap time or getting out for a walk with the kids in the neighborhood or whatever. Something mm. to stay active. And um, this is kind of specific, but I want to be able to do 50 push-ups. 50 push-ups. Without going to my knees. Wow, that's a, that's a lot of push-ups. I know it's a lot of push-ups. I think push -ups. that's more than I could do right now. <laughs> I, I, you I mean, know, I'm not strong, but... I feel like I'm getting stronger for sure, but... I wonder I if Colin Majak can do 50 push-ups. Of course, I'm sure. He's very strong. Um, I just do not have good upper body strength, so I want to work on that. Um, and yeah, I want to find us a family doctor and dentist, mm. just like something to take care of our health in that sense. Um, the kids have a pediatrician, but Joseph and I do not. We tend to be like, we're fine. I'm not dying. I'm I fine. took some... I took some vitamins. We're cool. Only time I really went to the doctor was when I was pregnant and then gave birth. Um, and then my last thing is I want to get outside despite the weather to uphold the Danish tradition of there's no such thing as bad weather, just bad clothing. Um, so whether that's kind of annoying for me to take three kids out in a little chilly, drizzly weather, I think it'd be really good for all of our spirits to kind of get out there and our own like mental well-being, even as they're little, because it's easy to get super stir crazy at home. So we have raincoats and boots and pants, so we might as well utilize them. Eat them. We did today. That was a great suggestion. When you were gone, Haddon and I went outside. Great. And it was awesome. Played in the Hundred Acre Woods. <laughs> all right, health for me. Um... Exercise three times a week, which basically just means 
ride Going my to bike work. to work, <laughs> uh, go to work three times a week. So my goal is to do Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, ride my bike. Thursday is kind of a, we'll see what the weather is, and then drive on Fridays so that as soon as I get home, I don't have to shower or anything. It's just straight into Sabbath. Sounds great. Um, I would like to do um, two century bike rides this year. What's which is a century bike ride? A century bike ride is when you bike 100 miles. Yes. So I've done that once before in Florida. Mm-hmm. And it was very hard, but I feel like because I'm riding so much, I think it would be easier for me to do this year. Basically, all of my health stuff is bike stuff, <laughs> um, but I want to do that at least twice. Um, so one of those could be used in a, I would love to take also a summer bike trip to the coast. So ride out to the coast stay there for like a night or whatever and then ride back to Portland because it would be about a hundred ish miles both ways. So that would be back to back. Back to back. Oh, baby. Um but if I train for it and I'm riding like to a getaway and I was like prepared and had my bike stuff and this fall, let's do it. Yeah. Probably this summer because it'll be sunny and like But hot. Yeah it might be hot, that's true. We'll see. Um I would love to go to a real doctor and get a physical because I have no idea what's going on <laughs> in any part the of my body. The last time Joseph went to a doctor was when I randomly found one in Florida because we had health insurance like benefits because we had careers. And tell everybody what your doctor's name my was. My doctor's name was Dr. Pepper. <laughs> and I was like, this is the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. It's like I saw Beyonce... And my doctor's name was Dr. Pepper. <laughs> it was pretty awesome. He was a great guy. Um, but yeah, that it was like that was it. sports physicals for college, Dr. Pepper, and that was it. I never go to the doctor. I don't really get sick except for now. Um, and then also I'd like to go to the dentist. That's also one of my other goals because I hate the dentist. Who doesn't like the dentist? And tisk, tisk. it's time. All right, career goals. Well, this, this was challenging for both of us because <laughs> we're both like, what are we doing with our lives? <laughs> totally. Um, Career-wise, for anybody listening that didn't know, my background is in childhood education. So I went to school for early childhood education, and I was a second grade teacher. Um, so that is my background. However, my certification is for sure expired because been out of the game for a while since living in Canada. Um, but I would say my current career is being a mom and staying at home, um, managing everything. Um, but seriously though, um, for, if I'm taking like this career right now, um, seriously, I do want to get more structured in our days cause I feel like it would be more seamless for me and my attitude. And even these goals are really like cyclical of Mm. if I want to be off my phone the kids need to be engaged or if I have downtime they have downtime then attitudes are spiraling emotions out of whack a lot of these things kind of ride on each other which is kind of why we did this but with structured blocks of time whether that's okay this hour is like free play and then we're going to take 30 minutes and everybody's just going to read and it's going to probably take some time um to kind of instill that in everybody but I think kids are very trainable so I want to do that because I think the the flow of our day will be really enjoyable because kids thrive with routine and I know Haddon loves the days he's in preschool um so just to implement that a little bit more than just kind of like a free-for-all um I think would be helpful and I'm I'm not saying something super rigid like school like their children and they need just to play some, some things that you can do to break up the yeah okay, you have three hours don't kill each other right like okay now we're gonna do like toys from the toy bin or we're gonna do sensory bins right now or let's bake something or whatever and that's harder with the little girls but um i think it would really help the day um i also want to take an official lettering course i learned calligraphy when i was younger um and have done that for friends and a couple weddings and just for like art pieces here and there but 
Um, I'd like to take a course just to really hone in my skills a little bit more. And no, not for the sake of building a business. I'm very much a proponent of let hobbies be hobbies. But if you do need something, reach out. And <laughs> I will definitely not be one of those people that, hey, I learned how to do something. Um, I'm going to make an Etsy and sell stuff. Like more power to everybody who wants to do that. That is not me. I do not have an entrepreneurial spirit. But um, it's something that I really enjoy. And yeah, if you ever need anything lettered, whether it's vows or envelopes or verses or something for your home hit me up happy to do it and send it to you um i like to be commissioned rather than put out product so yeah i would really love to do that and a goal would definitely be um, i've talked to a local shop owner that she kind of mentioned if i would be interested in doing a lettering workshop that would be unbelievable. Um, which would be really cool so, so i don't sweet. feel ready right now i'd feel a little too nervous for that but um I would really love to do that maybe towards the end of the year. That could be a weird, interesting career goal. That would be awesome. <laughs> career goals for Joseph, where to start? Um, I Right now I'm learning contentment, being at my job. So it's hard for me to balance being content with where God has me and dreaming for the future. Mm. Um, but 2020... If I'm not going to be in quote unquote pastoral ministry, um, I would like to get on more of a career path because I don't think being a barista is my career, um, even though it's what I do now. But I would like to find what that is if it's not going to be pastoral ministry working at a church. Mm. So if that's something at Vacasa, if that's a promotion to a different department or if it's something at another business or organization. I don't really know what that is. So I would just love some like clarity and some direction on what I'm supposed to be doing outside of just slinging coffee, which again, I'm learning to be okay with and practice the presence of God with, but it's not really a career for me. Like I'm 30, I have my master's, like I have a wife and kids I have to provide for, like Literally anybody could do my job. I've hit um, the ceiling. I kind of hit the ceiling a little bit. Uh, so that's my only real goal is I don't think that's promoted, but just like find a career path because mm. I know what I want to do ultimately. And I think that will probably come in time. But between now and then I have to do something and I don't know what that is, but I would like to find it. Cool. So career goals. Um. What are we on? Time. Finance. <laughs> finance. Shows you how much you care about <laughs> money. Finance. Do you have anything for finance? I do. They're what quite do small. Not really, I guess. Um, my financial goal is to buy nothing new for myself. So I have an okay wardrobe. It's very, it's quite minimal. It's not We've very been working minimal. on that for a long time. It is. Um, we'll probably talk about this in an episode of Simplicity and Minimalism because Joseph is really into that, um, which obviously, being married to him, so am I. But uh, the two of us share a three-drawer dresser. We share one drawer on the top for socks and underwear. He gets a drawer and I get a drawer. Um, and then we both have items that we hang up. So... I still probably have more than I need, so I really don't want to buy anything new. And if for some reason I really have a hole, I would like to buy it secondhand. Um, Not a literal hole, but a hole in your <laughs> a wardrobe. A hole in my wardrobe if it's, I don't or know, a, literal hole, a special event or, um, I don't know, like I need new socks. Actually, actually I really do need new socks. You so really, you've needed get, new socks for about six years. I'll get somebody to gift those to me, Joseph. Um, yeah, so I, I don't want to be spending money on just like, oh, there's an online sale because I saw somebody post something on Instagram that looked cute. Uh, let me follow the link. Oh, it's 30% off. Cool. Like, I'll grab it. Yeah. I don't want to do that. Um, obviously, pay off the debt that we have. Being in Canada and having U.S. debt was pretty hard on us. Uh, we made some strides, but um, just want to be done with that. And then just start saving a little bit more if we can after paying off debt because um, 
while I feel like we've done an okay job of being generous despite lack, um, I feel like being debt free and having a little bit more savings would, um, I don't know, maybe give me a a better peace of mind about giving more money away. And I Hmm. want to be blessing others and living well under our means so that we can provide for other people. I only had two. They were almost exactly the same. Pay off our student debt. Uh, I guess chip away because there's no way we'd be able to pay off our student loans this year in the amount of money that we collectively make. (laughs) Um, And also save money. So I didn't struggle a lot with purchasing things last year, but I don't want to go crazy this year. All right, time. Time. Um, for me, I have no weeknight or weekday TV watching. Same. Um, yeah, Joseph and I didn't like work on these together. We did them separately and then come together. So if you're wondering like, uh, why do they keep having the same things? That's why. Um, I want to read in those blocks of time rather than scroll on my phone or watch TV just to be more disciplined in that um, and kind of just take in media in that kind of way rather than screens or visually. Um, I want to spend more time practicing art, things that really give me life. I like working with my hands. So like I said, practicing my calligraphy. Um, I'd love to get better at drawing. And I don't mean like I want to draw like real life photos like of people or something, portraits. See, I don't even know what they're called. Um, but just like interesting things to like enhance lettering or something like that. Um, start bread making, which if anybody follows me on Instagram, they know I have already started that. You're kind of already crushing it and you're only like two loaves in (laughs) three loaves, three, four, because I made that focaccia. But, um, yeah, so I've started making bread, which has been awesome. I'm excited to keep learning more. And then um, I actually really enjoy planning our Sabbath and planning them well because I do not like wasting the time that is set aside for something. Maybe that defeats the purpose a bit of the whole rest thing, but I'd rather work before Sabbath to make it so unbelievably wonderful and restful for our whole family to enjoy amazing things together. So, um, yeah, that's how I would like to use my time. Amazing. Love it. No TV during the week. Also have that. Um, One of my time goals is to read one non-spiritual book every month. Mm -hmm. So being a pastor, ministry leader, Bible professor, I feel like I've only ever read theology books or spiritual books for like before seminary. Like the last novel I read, I read that Mars one. Forget that what that what was that called? Oh yeah, Martian. The Martian. That and book cursed was, child. It's true. I think that's it. Maybe uh, I mean, the Martian it. was unbelievable. It was such a good book. But I don't really read fiction. I don't read novels. I don't read like classical works of literature. Um, we're not. We're not readers. <laughs> We don't read. <laughs> well, we can't like a, read. There's like a better word for that. Exactly. Maybe if I read more, I'd know the word. Um. Yeah. And then uh, this kind of floats into the next one. But I do a lot of things by myself um, that aren't my family. So like if I'm not with my family, I'm usually by myself or at work. Like I don't really do a lot of things with friends. So, because I don't really have that many friends, um, which is fine. I'll admit that, but I would really like to spend time this year doing fun things with like other people. So whether that's, um, doing something that I enjoy, like cycling or taking photos or whatever, finding people who like doing the same things that I do. And I think there's a commercial about that on face for Facebook. join a facebook group of people who are interested in the same things yeah i mean like when the weather gets nicer like i would love to go on like group rides with like portland cyclists or like carter moore what up if you're listening to this let's go shoot photos (laughs) and post them on visco um yeah so those are my time goals cool 
Last up. Last up, relational. Relational relationships. Relationships, sure. Either or. Um, what do you got? My relationship goals for 2020 are I want to send more snail mail. Hmm. I want to just get back into the art of letter writing. Actually buy like a book of stamps and just send mail. If you're listening to this, um, Bonnie, Abigail, Kristen, and families, I have had Christmas cards for you on our counter since before Christmas, and I still have not mailed them. So not crushing that goal. No. But it's early. (laughs) They are ready to be mailed. But I do want to send more just, you know, sweet little notes, pick me up things. And I think that also taps into what I want to do with my manifestation of the spirit of if I have somebody on my mind, that's one way I can maybe connect with them of sending them a card or encouragement or something that you know, I don't really think anything about, but maybe that's the way that the spirit is working in me to really encourage their heart on the day that they receive it. Prophetic postals. Yeah. Um, I also want to utilize older women in my life that I have come to know and are continuing to meet, um, whether that's through my emotional healthy group um, and my new um, community coach. Her name's Penny. Um, just through our email exchange, like she seems so amazing, um, is a grandma of a few children. I feel like I have so much to learn from her as well as older women to just sit and listen and to hear their stories. Um, I also have been like thinking and praying through what like a mom's group would look like, whether that's community based, like, um, not like Christian based, just community, how to reach out. Um, or even like what that would look like at Bridgetown. Obviously, like we don't work for Bridgetown. We just are um, people who attend and lead a community. Um, but something that I find found was really beneficial in um, Vancouver, but I felt a little bit capped from some of the leadership of what I could and couldn't do. Mm. Um, I feel like I have big vision for that type of ministry, and I'd love the chance to expand and see what could happen um but to go slow and take my time and really think through it and build that up and yeah I have that I want to get to know people in our community well like maybe one person specifically like that's literally in our neighborhood that probably doesn't know Jesus but a place that I frequent that I mentioned earlier, like our our street of Fremont, whether that's Prince Coffee or Happy Day Juice Co. or my friend Rachel at Cupboard Goods, um, just people that I can invest in and check in on and like become a familiar face, whether that's just somebody who like visits their shop and enjoys yeah. what their goods are, um, but really like build that sense of community with somebody that I don't know through church um yeah and i think lastly i have that i want to continue up opening up our home for people um in different seasons of their life that maybe don't have a home which has been something that we've never really been able to do but we have a good amount of space here in portland um i feel like it's been utilized a lot with people that are yeah. in between their rentals You've that done a great job at that have been houseless for a number of days have um stayed in our guest room and I just want to continue to build that reputation that we are people who mean what we say. When we say we have a guest room and you can stay in it, we actually mean it and want people to take us up on that um, and just feel loved and a sense of home when they don't have one for a time. Love it. Mine are similar relationship goals. Uh, I really want to find an older and a more mature mentor. Uh, preferably somebody like in their 50s, 60s, 70s, like way down the road um, that is like not on social media and is, you know, I just have this dream of like me getting breakfast with this like super old guy who's been following Jesus for like 60 years. And I'm just like, I'm 30. I have a young family. Like, help me. Um, I would love to find that dude um 
completely related to that is find deep friendships in Portland because mm. I had those in Pennsylvania. I had them in Florida. I had them in Vancouver and um, I don't have any of them here in Portland, partly because of you know, timing's just been challenging and the season of life. But mm-hmm. um, and then simply, I just want to pastor our Bridgetown community faithfully. Yeah. And we have um, a lot of brothers and sisters um, that I really care about. And before I try to do other things and pursue like other relationships or friendships like I really want to make sure that I'm serving them well because they're the flock that we're shepherding right now so I really want to make sure I'm doing that um so that is um those are our categories uh it is about an hour in so if you're still listening (laughs) wow um but those are our 2020 formation goals uh, we actually had a ton of fun doing this and we hope it was helpful for you as you think about what the goals are for yourself coming up in 2020. What kind of person do you want to become by the decisions and the choices that you're making? So if you're interested in taking a stab at a, the formation goals that we've set, uh, we actually created a worksheet for you. So we did this exercise with our Bridgetown community and everybody went through this and it was really fun. Everybody got a ton out of it. It was really helpful just as they think about the new year. Um, so we have worksheets for if you're single or married or employed or unemployed or kids, no kids. We have formation goal worksheets for you. So you can contact us via our website, www.thepetersons.cc. Or you can find us on social media and we'll send you one. However, you can get in contact with with us. We would love to help you in that. Um, So in the worksheet, what's really cool too is we've actually gone through and we've put questions for each category for you to think through in order to put together the best plan uh, to become a faithful king and queen who apprentices under Jesus and sees heaven come to earth. So if you're like, okay, cool relationships, I don't know. Um, there's like five or six questions for you to think about. So let us know if you want that and we will happily send it to you. So I know we're an hour in, but why not go an hour and 10 minutes? Um, We are doing a new segment on Kings and Queens podcast where each podcast episode we're going to end by doing a segment called Things We Love Right Now. Things we love right now. (laughs) Nice. You have one? Things I love right now. One thing I love right now. Okay, before you go into it, essentially, these are just things that we are currently enjoying. So they're not going to be serious. They're not going to be anything other than, you know what, I really like this thing right now. And so Coley... Why don't you start us off? Okay. Just some context in case they're like, what is happening? Okay. I'm going to describe my thing now. Okay. (laughs) My thing I'm loving now is a cookbook called Bread Baking for Beginners by Bonnie O'Hara. She's the owner and baker of Alchemy Bread Co. It is an amazing book that um, helps walk you through a very... Um, easy to follow guide of bread baking. Um, I really wanted to do it the correct way from start to finish. And I felt like this book was amazing because she's not like a world renowned chef. She's seriously just a self-taught bread baker um, from California. And the way she words it and the instructions and the visuals have been really helpful. So I feel quite successful um, cooking my way through her book. So I'm on chapter three, I believe, or chapter four. And I've made a good amount of bread, um, so I'm loving that right now. I'm also loving my Everlane High Rise Stretch Authentic Denim. That's Mm. not the correct way of saying all of that. Shout out Jacob Lamb. (laughs) I don't know the full name, but they're a great pair of jeans that I've loved for almost a year now. Mm. And they just keep getting better. And they just keep getting better. They're they're great jeans. Love it. All right, two things that I love. One, first and most importantly, 
is the song Yummy by Justin Bieber, his new single off his upcoming album. It's just a phenomenal song. It's a bit of a banger. Justin's been through so much, (laughs) and the world has really given him a hard time, and he is just coming out of a hard season, so I can resonate with hard seasons. And Yummy has nothing to do with hard seasons. I think It's probably about sex, but um, it's a dope song. Love it. And then secondly, <laughs> my the other thing that I'm loving is my Kinto Tumblr. So it's this coffee tumbler that... Not sponsored. Not sponsored. Um, super minimal. No branding. It's like matte black, Coley's rolling her eyes right now it's basically like everything that i am in a coffee tumbler and it's awesome and i love it you know what? i didn't laugh at your jeans i'm so sorry you're right it's give me some awesome. space to love you love yummy it. and my <laughs> coffee tumbler <laughs> these are gonna be good okay well thanks for spending time listening to us we love you guys we're beyond grateful for the support feel free to send us a question on stuff or topics that you want us to talk about on the show and we'd love to hear from you for those of you who aren't patreon supporters but you'd like to find more info on supporting us and what we're doing feel free to visit our website at www.thepetersons.cc thanks so much we'll see you next time